bless you. What an exciting word for today. This is the word of the day. Uh, the Lord has been so faithful in giving me a word for you day after day after day. I want to say this is two weeks straight. The Lord has been giving me a word Sunday through Saturday uh, for you. So if you're ever uh, wondering what the word of the day is, come back to this platform and, and check us out. I'm usually on between uh, eight and nine in the morning and uh, looking to be a little more consistent with the timing. But God has been faithful with his word and I praise God. Today's word is exciting. It's a challenging word. It's a conditional word. So there is faith that must be applied and action that must be applied to align with what God is saying and what God is doing in the kingdom of God. He is preparing his bride. He is setting us free from bad thinking and constructs that have been erected in our minds by demonic lies. Let's just say it. Everything that doesn't line it with the word came from a demon. It was instituted and introduced into the world by Satan. And now because of our fallen nature, we now can have fallen thinking. We can have carnal thinking. So not everything that is against God comes from the devil in its uh, entirety, but it is rooted in the fall which was instigated by the subtlety of the serpent. And so what we wanna do is allow the full redemption to take place in our lives. Listen, the word of the Lord to you today is, uh, I saw chains of lack falling off God's people. I was in prayer this morning and I went into a vision. I saw chains of poverty coming off God's people chains of lack coming off God's people. And if you read Psalm 23, in, in the, I do believe it's the New Living Translation, it says, the Lord is my shepherd. I have all I need. Glory to the Lord. God is known as the all-sufficient one. Glory to God. Uh, he is the Lord Almighty. That means he has all power, all might, the ability to do everything in your life that you need. He introduced himself to Moses as I am. He is the fullness of all that you need in the name of the Lord. And so God wants to just really combat the lies that have been introduced into our thinking that have caused us to hesitate and be double-minded. The Lord's gonna share a little bit about that with, uh, with you in just a little bit. But the Lord showed me chains of lack falling off of God's people. And as I considered this, I was in prayer. I heard the Lord say, I give you the power to get wealth. And then the Lord said, tell my people I am tired of seeing them dealing with lack. Listen, I had to go into the scriptures because I was like, Lord, you never get tired. But the Lord reminded me there are ways that we can weary him when things are not uh, uh, righteous, when things are not in place. Uh, the Bible literally says that we can weary the Lord when we have iniquity in our lives. That means perversion. That means something that is out of alignment, something that has been twisted, come on, something that is not founded on Jesus Christ. It is not baked into the DNA of heaven. And so if it's not the will of heaven, it should not be in your life. And so the spirit of God is here to encourage you today that God is simply tired of seeing you in lack. And God is releasing strategies, insight, creativity, releasing people from the bondage of fear. Come on, somebody. And bringing you into the fear of the Lord, which makes you bold as a lion. You can be bold as a lion in your finances. You can be bold as a lion in your investments. You can be bold as a lion in the way you use your time and resources. You can be bold as a lion. Why does the Lord say? that he loves a cheerful giver. A cheerful giver is a person who is not more concerned about what they have as to what it is God's calling them to do with what they have. 
God wants to set you free from fear. The Bible says you should be casting your bread on the waters and the promise is that it will return to you in its due time. And so God is releasing you from fear. Listen, wealthy people have figured out it takes money to make money. Let's use that principle just as an example, because actually this is not just about money. We're going to dig into this in just a little bit, but they figured out that you have to sow in order to reap. This is a kingdom of God principle. The Bible says that if you sow sparingly, you will reap sparingly. If you sow bountifully, you will reap bountifully. We want the bountiful blessings of God. And remember, the Lord came and he asked those who had given talents, what did you do with what I gave you? And he said, don't you know that I am one who expects a return on something that I have not even sown? And so he gives you the seed to sow. It's not a up to God to sow the seed. He gives you the seed and then he tells you to sow it. Come on. Somebody needs to type right now. I am a sower in the name of the Lord. You need to prophesy to your soul that is afraid to sow. So what? It could be finances. It could be sowing your time into learning a new skill. It could be sowing your time into understanding the stock market. It could be sowing your time into asking the Lord what to do. Some of us are, are just floating through life. We're so off base. We're so used to where we are that we don't even have the recognition to see that where we are is not where God is preferring that we are and that he wants to move us from station to station, glory to glory, strength to strength. And so I'm here to encourage you. God says, I am tired of seeing my people in lack. What does that mean? That means, let's just be honest, that there is disobedience. And we're going to look at this right now. Deuteronomy chapter eight and verse one. It says every commandment that I command you today, you must be careful to observe. Listen to this. He says every commandment. Now, if God is requiring that you walk with him, he's asking you to obey his commandments. Jesus says, if you love me, obey my commandments. Love your neighbor. Love God. Serve God. But then within that, know the precepts of the Lord. Hide his word in your heart so that you don't step out of bounds. And when you do step out of bounds, confess it and repent and walk it out. It's the heart that he's concerned with, not perfection. So those who are walking with a heart after God are those that are going to be qualified. Listen to this. Every commandment which I command you today, you must be careful to observe that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers. What did God say to Abram? I will bless you to be a blessing. Come on, Holy Spirit. He said to Abram, I will make you a man of renown. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing to all the families of the earth. This is the kingdom yeast. This is the kingdom uh, leaven. God wants to plant you. He planted you already to make a difference in your family, in your neighborhood, in your city. God literally prophesies in the book of Isaiah that it is we who are the people of God who have been ordained. It has been prophesied that we are to rebuild waste places. That means wherever you see poverty, God has called us to go in and penetrate that perverse spirit and bring renewal. How? By the power of the spirit of the living God, by the wisdom and the counsel of the spirit of God. It is those who have the fear of the Lord who are going to step out of fear and into creative new ideas, new strategies, new constructs, inventions. Come on, brand new ideas of how to reach people with the truth of God's word, because it's by planting the word of the Lord in them that we will restore the, the, the waste places. This is what we don't need. We don't need to spend a whole lot of time 
pretending that it's just going to be practical stuff. We've got to bring the power of the spirit of God. It is by obeying his commandments that we enter in and possess his blessings. Certainly, there are principles of the kingdom that are immutable principles, sowing and reaping. Come on. If you reap it, you're going to sow it. So, yes, wealthy people who don't know God are going to get wealthy when they sow into good ground. Listen, this is a principle of investing. You got to you got to you got to use money to make money. And some of us have been stagnant and afraid to move because we've been convinced that, oh, I, 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 I just need to stay where I am. But see, that's the servant. Let's just say it, that the scriptures call wicked. The Lord comes to that servant who kept what he had and didn't sow it. And he said he's wicked. And he says, take from him what he has and give it to someone else. Sometimes we're in poverty because we've shown the Lord that we have we have a governor on our faith that won't allow us to use what he gives us. And so he he allows the enemy to take it away. But this is how you transition. You begin to obey the Lord. With every seed you receive, ask God, what do I do with this seed? Listen, we're going to talk about the whole process. But what does God say to you today? He says, I'm, I'm tired of seeing you in lack. I'm tired of seeing you in lack. That's a good thing. That means God is releasing something. This is what the spirit of the Lord told me. He said he's releasing strategies and ideas for you to gain wealth in this season. Now, financially, yes, but beyond financially. He said, he said to me, there are going to be opportunities for you to operate by faith in business and investing. God is providing supernatural insight to those who ask him. This is the year of the gate, the year of the door, the door of humility, the door of surrender. We're surrendering to his will, not my will, but your will. Lord, what is your will for my finances? What is your will for my time? What is your will for my talent, my gifts? What is your will for my ministry? What is your will for my business? What is your will for my career? What is your will for my children? Listen, you should be aiming your children at the target, but you've got to ask God, what is the target? So those who are sitting at the gate and receiving the counsel of God are going to hear these downloads and then you've got to mix it with faith. You've got to operate by faith. Somebody needs to put in the chat right now. I will live by faith. Type it right now. I will live by faith. Tell your soul, I will live by faith. I'm not going to live by sight. I'm going to walk by faith. Type it. I will live by faith. Listen, please. I forgot to mention like subscribe and share this in the name of the Lord. Like subscribe and share. People need to know God's tired of them being in lack. How many of us are just, we've been so convinced that this is not the will of God, but yet we still live in it. We've relented to the enemy's plan. No, no more. God says, I'm tired of it. What does the Lord say? You need faith and you need wisdom. James chapter one, verse five. If any of you lacks wisdom, says the Lord, let him ask of God. Are you afraid to ask some questions? Ask the Lord why you're where you are. Ask the Lord how to escape. He is the way of escape. Jesus says, I am the way the truth and the life. I am the way. How does the way get you out of where you are and into his perfect will? He says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach. It is God's DNA to overwhelm you with all the wisdom that you need to access the storehouses of heaven, the treasuries of the most high. And he says, uh, and it will be given. It's a promise. So don't be afraid to ask. Some people need to go buy a journal right now. Sit with the Lord and expect a download. Then he goes and says, but let him ask in faith. Come on. With without doubting for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. So when you go believe God's going to speak and believe what he says and what God's got to remind us of sometimes is his thoughts are not our thoughts. 
His ways are not our ways. His way of escape for you is not what you would do by yourself. His thoughts are higher. That means you've got to come up higher to hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying. You've got to take on the mind of Christ. Listen, Jesus walked around and he wasn't worried about money. Peter came to him one day and he said, listen, uh, they're asking if we're going to pay our taxes to Caesar. Jesus didn't have a concern. He, he asked the Lord where to get it from. He asked the father. The father said, tell Peter, go to the lake and go fishing and pull out the fish. And there's going to be a, a coin in its mouth and pay our, our taxes. God was talking to a fisherman. And saying, I know you know the language of fish, but I'm going to shift the strategy. You're used to going and catching a bunch of fish with a net and then having to go to market and sell it. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to accelerate your return. I'm going to put you in a familiar environment, but I'm going to shift your strategy. I'm going to simplify it and I'm going to make you bring out more with less. Come on. He brought more in with one fish than he ever had. And God wants to do the same thing with you. This is a download from heaven. He wants to show you the strategy that you will get to the perfect place at the perfect time to get the perfect return for less work. Come on, less work, more return. Does this sound biblical to you? Does God not say, come to you, all of you, come to me, all of you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest? He says, take my yoke upon you. He says, take on my labor, for I am meek and lowly at heart, and you will have, what, rest for your souls. He says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Somebody needs to say, my burden is light right now. Type it in the chat. Prophesy to your circumstance. My burden is light. Type it in the name of the Lord. My burden is light. God's word for you is your burden is heavy, but his burden is light. Come on. The spirit of the Lord is encouraging you to take on his burden. And then he says in verse seven of James chapter one, for let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double minded man, unstable in all of his ways. God can't put seed in an, in, an, an unstable environment. It will be dangerous. So God gives seed to those who walk by faith, by his principles and will do what he asks them to do. And they're asking him for wisdom. They're asking him for wisdom. So listen, the Bible says. In Deuteronomy 8, 18, he says, you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant with which he swore to your fathers as it is this day. So the same promise he gave Abram that I will make you a blessing to be a blessing. I will bless you to be a blessing. That same covenant is in operation today for all who believe in Jesus Christ. Come on. You've got to understand who you are. And he says, I give you the power to get wealth. So you need to go to the source who will give you resources to use. He gives you a source to resource it. Come on. So that word translated as wealth. The Lord says, I give you the power to get wealth. It, it also means strength. Ah, I give you the power to get strength. It also means ability. I give you the power to get ability. Oh, somebody needs to go out and get some training. Come on. He says, I am the one who has the power to give you efficiency. That's what that word also means. It also means force. I am the one who gives you power to get force. That means you're moving something out of the way. It means you have momentum. It means that things are shifting in your life. I give you the power. And that word also means army. Woo. I give you the power to get an army to become an army of God. What does that mean? You are establishing territory. You are taking out the enemy. 
and you are establishing the kingdom of God where God says it should be. And it's all in your life. He, he wants you to establish the kingdom in your life as an army. You're a member of an army. We talked yesterday. You could catch the word if you want to look it up about waging a good warfare according to the prophecies that have been spoken over you. There is a warfare that you use the word of God to apprehend the promises. Merriam-Webster defines wealth as this abundance of valuable material possessions or resources. So he says what he says, pray your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So it's like bring the supernatural into the natural. So God has the abundance in the supernatural. His desire for you is to sit at the gate, the door, to be with Jesus, to receive wisdom, to bring in the resources that are in heaven in the supernatural into the natural, valuable material possessions. Come on. God is about material possessions for his kingdom. He doesn't want you to fall in love with it, but he wants it to be used for the building of the kingdom. Wealth also means just simply abundant supply. Abundant supply of what are we talking about? Strength, ability, efficiency, force, army. It means all property that has a monetary value or exchangeable value. What is it? What is it that God's put inside of you that has value that God wants to transpire in, in the earth, that he wants it to be translated into certain places and people? What is it that he's put inside of you? He wants it to be an abundant supply. It also means all material objects that have economic utility. It's useful. God wants to make you useful. The Bible says he wants you to be an instrument of righteousness. And so there is a, a, a wealth of, of ability and utility that God wants to give you. Hallelujah. The Lord wanted me to tell you straight up. He says, this is about more than money. He says, this is the word of the Lord. The Lord says, I am coming to fill your cup to the point of overflowing. As I was in prayer, I was reminded of the scripture where the Bible says that God's desire is that your vats would be full of oil, that your barns would be full. That's uh, it has layers. It's not just talking about finances and practical material things. It's talking about spiritual gifts. It's talking about you being uh, uh, full of the Holy Spirit to the point of overflow. And God's talking about all of this in your life. Where have you felt stagnant? God is wanting to fill you to the point of overflowing. Glory to God. Now that word for wealth, one last thing, has also been translated as substance. I am the God who gives you the power to get substance. Where have you been feeling empty? That's where the spirit of the Lord, he had a question he wanted me to ask you. Where have you been feeling empty? That's where God's economy belongs. God's economy is, it's unfailing, it's everlasting, and it cannot run out. And you've got to operate by faith that where you've been empty, God wants to fill you. He wants to fill you. The last thing I've got to share with you before I go is there is a major condition of this word. We just talked about it. Deuteronomy 8, chapter 1. He says, if you obey the commandments I command you this day, then you will enter into the promises, into and to possess the land, which I swore as a covenant. It's about uh, commands and obeying the commands. But listen, the major condition, just to sum it up, is righteousness. Matthew 6, 33. Seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. The kingdom and righteousness. Don't just seek what God has in his kingdom. Seek being in right living. Seek to be in right alignment with, with God. God promises wealth and prosperity to those who obey his commandments. Can I pray for you? 
Can I pray for you? Father, in the name of the Lord, I pray that we shake off fear now. God, you showed me the chains of lack coming off of your people. God, I pray in the name of Jesus that everyone watching, listening to this right now is receiving a download of faith and that they will walk by faith and receive wisdom that they can act on straight from your heart. God, I pray that they're like the Apostle John at the table. Come on. We've all been invited to a table in the presence of our enemies. And John took the opportunity at the table to put his ear on the heart of Jesus Christ. God, I pray they put their ear to your bosom and receive all you have for them that they may walk out your promises in the name of Jesus. Amen. I bless God for you. I praise God. The word of the Lord to you is today that the chains of lack are coming off. The condition is righteousness and you need to ask the Lord for wisdom. May the Lord bless you and keep you, be gracious to you. May his face shine upon you. May he lift his countenance upon you and give you peace until we see you tomorrow. May the Lord be all involved in your life today. Bye.